Welcome, everyone, to the .NET MAUI podcast. We're here to keep you up to date with the latest and greatest in .NET client development. We'll talk about some Azure, some Visual Studio, some Blazor, and of course, you know what? Let's just make it all about .NET MAUI this time. It is .NET MAUI podcast. It's May. It's all about the .NET MAUI. Woo! I'm Matt Sokup. I'm James Montemagno. <laughs> and I'm David Ortnow. We did it. It's officially released. Yes. Gold yes. Master GM, GA, General Availability. What are we calling it? GM, GA? GA, I've heard RT, uh, M, RTW, RT, whatever. It's generally available. Go get it. Uh, start updating all your libraries. Start uh, updating your dependencies. Let us know how it goes. File your issues. It's here. I'll say, I'll say this much. From... RC3, which we talked about, I think, last podcast, which was just maybe we talked about RC2, but between RC2 and RC3 and this release, I've seen so much momentum and activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that the RC, you know, when we talk about RC, we talk about Go Live. It's a big deal. And at least for library creators and people updating packages and apps, for me personally, everything just started to light up, right? It was, you know, I already had CI, CD kind of going, but I was like, I feel now comfortable pushing Mm -hmm. things and going forward. And I've seen this cascade, the community coming and lighting up, right? (laughs) And just things are are ushering. It's a wave. It's a Maui wave coming in. It's a wave. I think uh, Scott Hunter in his original announcement of the .NET Maui thing, uh, use the wave. It's a .NET 5, .NET 6 wave of things. And, uh, it is exciting to be here. It, you know, I think as we were shipping preview after preview, uh, certainly, you know, we got up to 14 previews. Uh, you know, some people were like, all right, what are these people doing? Is this a real thing? Are we really doing this? And so, yeah, there was some hesitancy for libraries and others to start adopting. And once you got that RC with a go live support, you know, agreement, uh, it gave that level of confidence. And really, you know, if you were to ask me, why are we GAing and why are we GAing now? It's to put that stake in the ground and say, look, this is a real product. We have full support behind it. We actually say what our support license and policy is. Uh, you can't always find that on some products. <laughs> and, uh, and so, it, yeah, we're, we're definitely seeing that in our Visual Studio adoption numbers, uh, in the Maui templates. Uh, I mean, I, I was actually shocked at some of the numbers I saw yesterday in terms of new projects being created and, uh, and, and usage across the board. So huge spike. We, we expect that the GA release, we will continue to see that. And really, this release is all about... Putting that stake in the ground, the confidence to developers and to customers that this is a product you can start taking a bet on. But mostly it's about, okay, now the ecosystem, libraries, uh, you know, and that's what we lead the blog post with is here are all the libraries that have already started to adopt and ship Maui and .NET 6 compatible things. And, you know, welcome everybody else. Let's start doing this because, um, you know, uh, while there is tons of stuff in the box, there are some things that you need that are not in the box, and we need those libraries to be available and updated to support .NET 6. So I, I saw, James, that you have uh, uh, at least one plugin that is now out there, the uh, in-app billing, right? Yes, that was uh, two. I think I did the in-app uh 
in-store review plugin. I think that's out there and updated. If not, it will be by GA. I think I at least kicked off a cycle of it. And then the in-app billing one, this was a momentous change. And um, this is a library that I'm I'm highly passionate about because I use it myself, but also tens of thousands of people rely on me to make money in their applications. Mm-hmm. And it's very scary, <laughs> but I blame John Dick because he's the reason uh, that this library exists uh, because his <laughs> one of his apps that he builds also he had some of the code in there and I was like, mm-hmm. I need to pull this into a library. And it's evolved so much over the years for iOS, Android, Mac and windows. Um, but it's really cool. It, it, and I've worked really hard with the community. So I give a shout out to the, the people that are passionate about making money in their applications are pretty passionate <laughs> about this library. And this is a full, almost rewrite from the ground up because um, for subscriptions, I, fi- I finally implemented subscriptions for the first time, which means I needed to add a whole bunch of functionality to subscriptions. <laughs> but this was really cool. There's a momentous change of how the thing works, the amount of metadata you get, because since I originally released this library, so much has been added. And this thing, the library is fully compatible with all of your old Xamarin apps, all of your new .NET MAUI applications, and all of your UWP or WinUI 3 applications. It supports the entire Gambit, a hundred percent, all of them. It's lovely. I, I'm using it in my apps. I'm really excited about it. Mm. It's out there for in-app billing. So definitely check it out. We'll put a link in the show notes. It's still the beta package. So I'm going to wait for GA, recompile it, ship it just to make sure there's no changes. And then wow, it'll be, it's, it'll be, I'm scared and terrified at the same time, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And, and, you know, I get so excited about this stuff, you know, Frank and I, uh, today also, when this podcast is dropping over on mergeconflict.fm, shout out to my other podcast, Merge Conflict, Frank and I talk about all about his migration from building traditional UI kit iOS apps to building and converting iCircuit, which is his, mm-hmm. how he maintains his life as a solo independent developer to Don and Maui. And he tweeted out a photo of, of it. We'll put it in the show notes of iCircuit, his library running on Don and Maui on a Mac. He said, was so delighted by the way. And he says, I just installed on windows visual studio. I just hit play and it just worked And then he mm-hmm. said, then I went to the Mac and I was like, well, this should just run on the Mac. And he's like, I opened it up and I hit run and it just ran and it just <laughs> blew his mind, which makes sense. Cause that's like that, the, the, there's more yeah. than just the library. It's, it's everything all involved. And I know there's a lot still to be done, but that's a pretty big, exciting, you know, thing. Yeah, that is very exciting. And, and, you know, we know Frank, love Frank, and, and that's a huge endorsement coming from him because we know that he gets into some of the more technical aspects of things with his apps that, uh, so he'll run into some sharper edges than other folks will. So if he's getting excited about this, uh, that gets me really excited. Um, because yeah. then now I wanted to ask you about your, your plugin because, uh, you chose to maintain just the single NuGet, but support both the Xamarin frameworks and the the .NET six TFMs target framework monikers. Yeah, is that an approach that you would advise to other library maintainers to go that route, or would you say, "Hey, split your uh, your your NuGets apart, have one for Net six and one for leg you know, for lack of a better phrase, legacy"? 
Yeah, great question. So I, I think there's a lot of libraries out there, like the BLE plugin is a good example that what doesn't have like Xamarin or Xamarin forms in the namespace, like mine is just plugin.inapp billing. So I sort of tried to future proof it because I was like, there's always going to be new things in there. So I just changed the title. It says in-app billing for Xamarin or for .NET MAUI, Xamarin and Windows because it works on all of those across the board. And I think for me, my plan is to support those project types until um, the support policy on you know Xamarin goes out. Now, I think mm-hmm. if you're a... a If you're a control library creator, I think it's probably worth creating a new package, probably, if because if things are going to change dramatically and it's a whole thing, it would just be a lot to maintain. I think from a library creator's perspective, I would create a new package and I would create a new namespace and I would publish it out. And then I would make sure that there's different references for it um, there. Um, I think that would be easier, in my personal opinion. Um, because that way you can just hot fix just the Xamarin forms ones and it's a completely separate code base. That's what I would do personally since it is different code. But if it's just looking and abstracting APIs of the platform, honestly, the amount of code I had to change for .NET MAUI was two lines of code. Oh, like nice. that was it. Because before yeah. I was using Xamarin Essentials for some of the functionality for like on Android for the, the getting the main activity. But Donna Maui has that now built in. So I literally just have a conditional compilation that says if net six refer mm-hmm. on essentials L or not essentials refer on Donna Maui else refer on essentials. And that was mm-hmm. it to be honest with you. So in that regard, the beautiful part of, of the transition from a Xamarin iOS to just .NET, um, for Android and iOS running on .NET six and Donna Maui is that those APIs are the same for, for Android and iOS. Like those haven't changed. Right. Yeah. It's just if you're using any of the Xamarin dependencies, you want to swap those out. So that's my approach. And I think it works pretty good. I think uh, I think also because your plugins have more of a, uh, you know, Xamarin's not in the name of many of them, if any of them. So, you know, this is plugin.inapp billing. Um, and so it's it's pretty clear to developers that this ought to work in many places. When Xamarin's in the name of the plugin, it can be a little bit, you know, okay, is this only for Xamarin or will yeah. this work in Maui also? In those cases, I've been recommending that people consider possibly renaming it or spinning off another nougat yep. with a name that is, you know, less targeted at Xamarin. Uh, we even have this issue inside of some of our dependencies within Maui, and you may never see it, but in some cases, like with uh, Android X or uh, some of the other platform library bindings that we maintain, Xamarin is baked into the name, uh, either of the package or of assemblies. And that even throws me for a little bit of a loop. I'm like, okay, did we update this to support net six? Yeah. Um, and some of that stuff will, will fade away with time as, as we go on. But, uh, yeah, I, I've hesitated to also recommend doing the mixed, uh, targeting within one nougat package simply from a complexity standpoint. Like, is that too much to bite off? Uh, cause sometimes starting from a, a clean slate is easier to do. So anyway, yeah. whatever works for folks, uh, so that they can ship their, their bits. That's the, the most important thing. I agree with you. I, th- I think that, you know, 
I, I agree with the approach that you just outlined and that's sort of the approach I am looking to take and uh, based on the project type, right, that, that it's mm-hmm. doing. And especially for controls, I think a lot of them had Xamarin forms or things like that. I think it would just be confusing for most people if they're searching for .maui or something like that. So totally agree on there. But, you know, there are a lot of new things that are available for developers. And I think that there is this library and ecosystem update. But one thing that Matt's been working on is a brand new learning path mm. for .NET MAUI that just shipped mm-hmm. GA, if you will. GA. And uh, <laughs> Matt, you know, you've been a long time, you know, .NET developer, a long time Xamarin developer, l- creator of many learn modules. And um, I wanted to kind of hear like your experience of how you went from, you know, from from looking at what the the Xamarin learning path was and then going to Don and Maui and how you sort of structure those projects on that learning path? That actually is a really good question because we, we, what we did with the, well, first off, it's a brand new learning path. It's all about learning .NET Maui. Seven different modules taking you up from pretty much this is what .NET Maui is to getting you going with XAML, getting you going with like how to customize the XAML. Well, like, I guess it would be like XAML part two. And then all the way through like using uh, like SQLite on board, storage, and then um, calling REST services. And there's a, probably a couple more in there that I can't remember anymore because it's just buried. But seven modules, seven modules all together. So, James, to answer your question, what did I think about doing the conversion? Because these kind of sort of mirrored what we had out there for the Xamarin ones. And that was on purpose because we wanted to take people through a familiar learning path curve. And, but what I thought when we bring in all the projects over was that I don't want to say super easy, but it was relatively easy just to bring everything up to date. Um, Like you said, we're just really updating the namespaces when we were abstracted away from doing anything platform specific, which they all were. Um, it was just adding in new features that we wanted to show off. Like one thing that you and I were talking about last week, James, was the vertical stack layout. Let's make sure that's in there. <laughs> make sure people know <laughs> about that or adding shell in there. And so this is all a long way of saying um, it's not that bad to go from a regular Xamarin Forms project to a new .NET MAUI project. Now, making sure we have the whole app builder paradigm in there or the uh, bootstrapper, get that in there um, so we can start doing one thing that I made sure that we would have for the uh, REST service one, which is module seven, is passing around um, dependency j- injection, passing around the, um, the service that actually calls the, mm-hmm. the um, websites, not the actual HTTP client, but the class that takes care of all that. Long story short, I'm getting too in-depth with it. But <laughs> why don't you I, take, I take so, us through I, the learning path? Take us yeah, through. one at a time. I'm ready. Hours. Uh, yeah, here we go. All right, everybody. Docs.microsoft.com/learn. <laughs> everybody, open it up. We'll start typing away. You know what? We should do a learn live on that, James. Anyways, but no, um, James. We both worked a lot on it at, towards yeah. the end because to put some polish on it. Because believe it or not, we had it ready to go roughly at the turn of the year, <laughs> yeah. and then. David changed stuff on us. It's all David, um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> all David. Well, you know. And so, yeah, we made sure, like, make sure, like, Shell was in all the um, mm-hmm. modules. Even if we might weren't talking specifically about Shell, the um, projects that you're working with will have Shell involved with it. So you're going to see all the latest and greatest, um, I'm going to say, design patterns mm-hmm. are in there. So even if you're not thinking about, well, this module is not specifically about Shell, Shell's going to be in there, so you you have it right away. So it's kind of like you're on your baseline. So, nice. yeah, I yeah. I had a lot of fun working with it, and um, 
seven. We're going to add one more in there. It's going to be on, guess what? Shell. But kind of <laughs> diving, diving deep on it. But yeah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. And it's, yeah, just went live Monday, which yeah. will make any sense for people listening to this because we're recording On this Monday. before but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think the consistency is super important and that's the biggest thing is 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 we took that step back and we said okay well you know I, I, we wanted them to be very close to exactly what file new would be like so if you were going through file new and exploring it we want this learning path the things that you're cloning the code that you're walking through to be the same we don't want it to be different so i think that that consistency so it all has the, the built-in styles and themes that you're going to get with a new project light theme dark theme support all those mm-hmm. things are going to be included automatically and then rethinking i think that was a really a beautiful and a great point is that yeah if if we took at face value the things that we just kind of knew from our Xamarin.Forms background, it's not going to take advantage of the great things of down at Maui. So putting in those vertical and horizontal stack layouts is, is a great point. Those things are optimized. We want to show the optimized ways of doing it. Talking about different data binding and data types and the compiled bindings. There's actually so much new added in to you know the later the later versions of Xamarin Forms that were the starting point for .NET Maui that now developers can take advantage of that from the very very beginning. So I'm super excited. In fact, I already tweeted about it, and many many people. I know you retweet. Everyone's been retweeting it, and uh, many people have already gone through it all, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Like nice. that's crazy and awesome. So really excited to go see that, and uh, I'm excited there. And, and if you don't like to. Um, click on buttons and do things interactively in a sort of a self-guided learning pattern. We have a brand new beginner series for Don and Maui. Now this may be out right now at the time of this podcast. It may not be, I'm not positive. They're still editing it. Um, I finished it two weeks ago, so I'm excited about it. But if you go to dot dot.net forward slash videos, you'll find it there. And also Matt will make sure it's in the show notes for whenever it's there. And I'm sure I'll tweet about it. But this is, I think it's like seven or eight videos that take you from start to finish of what is Maui, how to you know navigate around the project templates. And we built a little to-do application, including navigation, learning about dependency service, and ooh, talking about the .NET community toolkit for MVVM because it's so good. I was like, I'm not teaching the old way, I'm teaching the new hotness. Uh, so that was really cool and a great collaboration. Uh, the entire team came together. I might be the face on the video. It's only because I had the time to do it, but the entire team, David, Maddie, Matt, everyone came together. We, we came up with the outline. They reviewed the videos. It was super fun to work on. It's my first beginner series. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So it's out there. It's, or will be out there whenever soon. Yeah, the bits that I've seen, I was uh, super pleased and uh, very relieved that you did have the time to go do that. Because uh, I, I don't know how everybody else is feeling, but I'm pretty dog tired. We have put a lot of effort into making this release happen, trying to make sure that it is as good as it possibly can be. Um, and also making sure that we are putting all the right communications out there so people can be effective with it, but also know where the rough edges are and where we are in this journey. Because uh, while this is a big release, a big celebratory moment, it's also really just the start. Um, it's really just the beginning. And we want to go through this phase of stabilization 
Um, you know, we're sharing what our known issues are and, uh, we're going to be servicing this puppy pretty quickly. So we've got already milestones for servicing in June, servicing in July, um, while we're also baking on the next release, .NET 7. So, um, we know we've got quite a bit of work ahead of us, but, uh, we're excited and tired, but we'll be rejuvenated. Rally. Rally. Oh, I like that. That's cool. So how do people get it, David? How do people get the bits and pieces? Yeah, so uh, we are certainly in the .NET installer as an optional workload, um, but the recommended way of doing this is to grab the latest Visual Studio preview, either for Windows or Mac. It's going to be available in both or is available now as you hear this in both. Um, So I believe it's all version 17.3, but latest previews of Visual Studio for Mac and Windows version 2022. Um, And uh, within each of the installers, you will see a nice new workload called .NET Multi-Platform App UI. Take a deep breath before you say it all together. And uh, all you got to do is click that puppy. Uh, You get it installed. And just like your best friend, Frank Krueger, you will be able to just hit that play button and, and off you go. Um, we have templates in there for, uh, of course, Maui, uh, for Maui Blazor. Uh, we have, uh, also templates for, you know, straight up Android and iOS. Um, so anything that you want to build there, you can. And I believe our default experience now is Windows. So the first platform you're going to see available to you on Windows is Windows. Um, on Mac, I think it might still be, uh, the mobile platforms, but we're excited about this because the onboarding path when you start from Windows is so much faster than what we usually had, which was Android, uh, where if you don't like modals, you will really be frustrated by the Android experience. So many licenses to agree to, so many permissions to. So yeah, download Visual Studio and uh, you're off to the races. That's awesome. Yeah, I like how it's super duper simple. That's cool. It's going to be there for Visual Studio for Mac. I've been playing around with it and I've been pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, just open up my projects, hit go, and boom, it's good to go. And it's been a joy over on my um, M1 MacBook Air because the uh, Visual Studio flexing for Mac. on me. I want optimized M1. It's M1, man. It's happening. I've had it for a while. It's, it's great. A little MacBook Air. Sometimes it's just hanging out. It's great. Very, very cool. Yeah, so David said that we're all tired doing doing so much. I just wanted there's one thing that I thought of that we didn't even put down in the agenda is the whole Let's Learn .NET Maui broadcast that's coming up in the mm. beginning of June. I think June second, June third that we have going on. It's like a half day or a couple of hours, maybe like three hours of whole .NET Maui goodness. Um, I know the reason I thought of it is because we are going to be going through a learn module during <laughs> during that time. Probably the very first one to kind of get get everybody's feet wet into. Uh, .NET Maui, amongst other things. I know, David, you're going to be on it along with Maddie. So, yeah, it's going to be super fun, a lot. So I'll put the link in the show notes for that. But June 2nd, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. So, mm, yeah, yeah, awesome. Super cool. So wake up from your nap by June 2nd, David, after, you, <laughs> after this. <laughs> you get a week off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
maybe I'll get half a day off, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, at least I love what I do. Been also working, I know that uh, there's no real segue for this, but also been working on, in addition to those courses, um, our samples. So uh, we have a new Maui samples repository where we have been uh, placing content. The beginner series samples are in there, right, James? They are um, there. Yeah. So you can yeah. follow along and see it um, as well. That's really cool. I totally forgot it. We, we did this whole thing. It was a repo that... <laughs> went away and then we brought yeah. it back david brought it came it back, back. <laughs> yeah unfortunately though i think when we brought it back uh it still had the original samples in it from like i mean yeah. some of those were like net five samples <laughs> yeah. and so some people like jumped on it and they're like hey these things don't build <laughs> well yeah i mean well that's you know we changed a few things so it's been cleaned we've repaved it uh it now has samples that all build um Question mark? No, I'm kidding. I think the coolest part about this is it has full apps in it too. So yeah. you know, we've talked yeah. a lot about the .NET podcast app, which has been updated and like we're trying to get that puppy into the store. So be aware mm-hmm. that might even be there soon, which is cool under the Microsoft accounts, but uh, as a great sample, but your, you know, your apps, the weather 21 app, which we talk about 5 billion times and the calculator mm-hmm. and other ones they're in there. You've put samples for navigation, animation this is cool. Yeah. And, and more to come. Uh, so as we, uh, have the time and, or, you know, Hey, it's an open source repo. Uh, if there's a topic that you think needs to be covered, give us a, a nice bare bones, easy to understand sample, and we'll, we'll find a home for it. Really trying to build the samples around key scenarios, not just, uh, you know, Hey, here's a control, here's a button. Like that's not super exciting or useful. Um, but I had fun putting together those animation samples. Uh, that was fun and, uh, made the .NET bot do some jumping around. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like but yeah, that. definitely want to have more kind of, uh, good scenario based examples. Um, we also have some, some fantastic interns that are joining us for the summer. So we'll have a whole team of interns that'll be focusing on samples. Oh, cool. Um, nice. So we'll see how far we can get with that. Um, it'll be a great experience. I was just chatting with them the other day. And uh, yeah, bring your bring your samples. Uh, file an issue. If you're like, hey, I really want a sample for X. That's how a lot of those samples actually started. Somebody on Twitter was like, Dave, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, file new. Here's a sample. There you go. That's awesome. I love it. I love that there's like this nice repo and then it'll also show up. I think they're going to start showing up on the samples portal on docs.microsoft.com as well. So there's a bunch of, you'll see when you go in, there's a bunch of like extra metadata type stuff. And that's because that's how they're indexed on docs, which is, which is really neat. I think just how the whole process really works at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all talked about lots of new previews. Uh, 17.2 is out. 17. Three, the 17.3 is what we need. 17.3. 17.3 is the preview that carries uh, the new Maui support. Yep. Uh, now, you've been talking and, about migrating stuff now. I know that we have some great guest posts over on the Xamarin blog, how to do that. Matt, do you want to run those down? Yeah. Um, two posts. Uh, Luis Matzos and Michael Rumpler wrote through, and they wrote through their, their um, experiences migrating their libraries over to, from Xamarin Forms over to .NET Maui. So Michael has uh, MR.gestures, and Luis has a uh, validation rules plugin. So MR.gestures is, uh, that kind of gets down into more of the platform-specific code. Um, so kind of like, it does, well, it abstracts gestures. It gives you more gestures than just... It does mm-hmm. all your gesture work for you. So I'm not going to talk about the library. The it touches it all, the all the things. It touches all the things. All the things. So if he's going to rename it, he would just call it 
gestures. Anyways, it, it goes through all the steps that he had to take to uh, move it over from Xamarin Forms to uh, .NET. And so what's neat, though, is you can see his process and all the de- his decisions. And because it went down to platform-specific code, everything um, around there, including like how he had to update the, um, all the handlers and all that other stuff that he had to do. So that's super cool. And then uh, Luis, who um, for his validation plugin, um, he goes through his exact same thing where he's talking about, all right, you had to update the, the TFMs, the target framework monikers, and make sure you see what your dependencies are up to too because maybe you, if your dependencies aren't updated, you can update. So everybody update your stuff so that we all can update, you know, get those dependency <laughs> updates. And um, like talking about making sure that your project, uh, how to do the single project multi-targeting, um, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So these are two really cool blog posts. Check them out. Um, so they're kind of two different separate um, ways to go about doing it, but the same, same way, different things you have to think about while you're going through and updating your libraries for .NET MAUI. Yeah, it's cool to see the the journey that the folks are going on. Now, if people are looking to get some more .NET MAUI news, Build is happening literally tomorrow. It's the end of May. Build is here. .NET MAUI is here and so, so much more. Everyone should just head over to the, the Build website, go to .NET MAUI. There's a bunch of live, on-demand, pre-record, all the things. You can add it to your backpack. You can add it to your schedule. There's there's tons of sessions. There's all sorts of MAUI sessions um, and also just client development sessions and .NET goodness and Visual Studio goodness. I think more this year than than ever. So much good stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, make sure you catch the keynotes uh, for all the things as well. Uh, even if it's not telling you that it's going to have uh, Maui specific content, uh, you know, look at the apps they're showing you. Hey, they <laughs> might be showing you some Maui stuff. So uh, some of them go by pretty fast, but it's nice to know that uh, our stuff is well represented across the board. Um, and uh, while there may not be as many uh, sessions as perhaps back in the in-person live uh, build of old, um, still lots of good stuff. We have some panels as well. So bring your questions. I don't know if they pre-can the questions or what, but uh, I know there'll be lots of chat. We'll, we'll be in the chats. Come chat with us. Yes. Happy to answer any questions you have. And there will be much, 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 much .NET MAUI and Blazor Hybrid all throughout the summer and the fall, because eventually there will be another .NET Conf. Go figure. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, anything else you guys want to tap on and talk about? Uh, I will just say thank you to both of you for all of your contributions and effort, because, uh, you know, while I may author the blog posts and things like that, uh, <clears throat> it's a huge, huge team effort. The whole engineering team, uh, the hours and the care that has been put into bring us this far and uh, give us this opportunity to do what we're going to do in the future. So thank you so much. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Thanks to the team. Thanks to the amazing engineering team. And thanks to the community for making this happen. You know, Matt and I, we just hit start and stop and... Well, Matt edits it. He does all the hard work. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. It's the engineering team. That's that's who did it in the community, yeah. right? Yeah. We we have the easy job. Yeah, we have the yes, easy job. Y'all, y'all make it easy for us. All right, well, that's going to do it for this month's .MAUI podcast. I'm really excited because now we get to talk about awesome customers and developers using the product and so much more. So be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about the .MAUI podcast and check out the blogs and the show notes. Get down there. Until next time, this has been your .MAUI podcast. Thank <sighs> you.